Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to Smoke Show. This is Claire, and this week we actually have somebody else joining us. Dan's here. Welcome, Dan. Hello. Hi, Claire. Oh my goodness. Oh my god, it's like we haven't talked at all. Yeah, so today's <laughs> today's topic is going to be video games, and there's nobody in the world I'd rather discuss video games with than Dan, so that's why you're certainly, here. Yay! <laughs> I'm certainly probably the person who has talk to you about video games the most and vice oh, yeah. versa. Uh, I think yeah. we are very much two people who have watched each other play many video games. Um, but also you fundamentally definitely changed how I approached a lot of video games, especially like first person shooter stuff. Cause that's not something I was ever interested in. Um, but oh, like, yeah. it was fun. Like, eh, I don't know. Halo does Halo like Halo three was the only one I really played before that that was violent in the ways that it was like i wasn't an xbox girl at all that's fair i mean i i am only ever i only ever played video games with systems that i was given um because i was poor so i never i was never the kind of video gamer that i wanted to be in that anytime i really wanted a game i could probably one i didn't have a system that played it or two it was too expensive, so the only chance that I ever probably had of playing it would be, like, many years after its release. So, like, hand-me-down systems, systems that were, like, a decade old, that was my jam until I was able to, like, pay my own bills and buy things of my own volition. So, like, an Xbox, speaking of, that was a system that I always wanted because I always felt like it had the coolest games on it. And the only reason reason that I ever got one was because my neighbor was constricted into the Turkish army. Um, and so he gave me his because they wouldn't let him bring it with him back well, to that's Turkey. That's one way to get it. Yeah. I mean, I was his loss, my gain. I was like, <laughs> thank you, Turkish army, for <laughs> getting me uh, an Xbox. Um, even though it was already yeah. like two Xboxes too late like it was like, the original xbox not like a numbered oh, X, yeah but yeah, yeah no i do numbers. think it's funny that they only called it the 360 because the ps2 was coming out and they were like oh well we'll just be better than two by 298 numbers we'll like, do a complete turnaround we're going in the same direction <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, I had the opposite experience where we often had the newest systems, but we got them because um, our parents were trying to make up for the trauma that they had induced. <laughs> and they were like, bye. Yeah. Oh, we had a really big, nasty fight. Oh, we're moving to Ireland? Oh, don't worry. We will get a new PS2 when we are there because they were geographically <laughs> locked. So none of our games worked. That was the other thing. We had Region double lock. things. Region lock was my biggest nemesis um and but then i only this is a um we had a ps2 in ireland but it was like the quiet ps2 we got it from like some work colleague of my dad was like oh yeah i bought this but i never use it you have kids here and it was this like yeah it was quiet so it didn't have like a big fan noise and so whenever i hear ps2s i'm like oh these do sound like rocket ships Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason i was able to get my hands on a european version of the mary kate and ashley winner's circle horse game which only came Mm -hmm. out for ps1 and game boy color and i had it on game boy color and i lost it and then i asked for it for three christmases and that's when i was told that santa wasn't real because i was like but santa can make anything like i didn't understand that like it was people having to buy gifts, and my mom he kept can being make like, more. I don't know that the elves can make this. And I was like, it's a mm-hmm. microchip. Why can't the elves figure out how to do this? <laughs> They're magic. Meg came to the realization that Santa wasn't real because she was like, oh, poor kids don't get the same amount of 
gifts as rich kids and I came to it because my mom was like, they can't make video games. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but it's magic. I, yeah, I did not believe in Santa. Only because my <laughs> oldest sister believed in Santa for too long. Um, like until she was like in fifth grade. And someone made fun of her at school, I believe. And so she came home and was so despondent from the realization that she was like, Danny, Santa isn't real. (laughs) Like she had to ruin it for me. She was like, if I'm miserable, everyone has to be miserable, which is kind of her thing. But I still love her. Love you, Casey. Um, So I think what's interesting is I definitely bullied um, someone that we both know because we went to high school together as well in fifth grade because she was the oldest. I didn't bully her, but I I said the statement, you'd have to be an idiot to still believe Mm -hmm. in Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. And she did. And I didn't know why she got so upset. Uh, But she was the oldest kid and I was the youngest kid. And I think that that is like a very sincere dynamic where like the oldest kid in the family is always going to believe a little longer because it keeps it alive. Yeah. I think a good, something that we can start, we can somehow start this discussion on, um, is what what is the first, what is the first game system that you owned? Um, Ooh. Uh, we, as a family, it was an N64. I remember going to get it. It was at the Norwalk Toys R Us, one of the Whoa. biggest stores I've still ever been in in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got Mario Kart and I think maybe one other. We got and like Mario 64 and Mario Kart. And those were the two games. And then um, my best friend who lived next door, her family also had an N64. So we borrowed games from each other. And rented so many games from Blockbuster. Those were the days. We never owned Snowboard Kids, but we rented it like every weekend. Serially. You basically did. But a game back then was also still $60 and in 90s money. That's like a hundred something. Like, I don't know it's... how parents were affording these things. Well, mine weren't. So yeah, Fair enough. <laughs> we, but we also, thankfully, we either like were friends with people. I was always friends with people who had all of the games that I wanted. Um, and I'm not going to say that I was friends with them because they had the games that I wanted, but it was a perk. And the first, but the first gaming system that we ever had was, uh, was a hand-me-down Super Nintendo that my mom's cousins gave us, um, because they had, they got like a N64 and so they were like, this one's old. We don't want this old thing. So they gave it to us. Um, and Casey kept it in her bedroom and she like gate kept the Super Nintendo. All we had was Mario. Um, and at night when we would be like sent to bed jessica and and i my oh i guess this is like too much family dynamics my oldest sister kept the the game system in her bedroom (laughs) and then me and the other sister um would sneak in in the night after our parents went to sleep because we heard her playing mario and we would be like let us play and she'd be like after this life after this life and she'd die and she'd be like after this one after this one and then by the time it would like maybe almost be my turn my parents would come downstairs and be like, we told you to go to sleep. And so I I was always like so close to the game, but I never, I never felt like I got to play it. So that is like, technically that was like our first family system. But the first game device that I ever like physically had that I could gatekeep was the OG Game Boy, which was also handed yeah. down from the same cousins who were like, this thing is like an old piece of junk. 
And I was like, this we've is upgraded amazing. to Game Boy Color. Yeah. yeah. It, wasn't it the old Game Boys? They like, because we had one of those in one color for a long time. And I feel like games could go both directions. They'd just be in black and white on the old ones. Or am I just remembering that Game Boy Color could would play those games, but they were in black and white? No, there was a Game Boy Color could play black and white games and it would just uh, like up convert them to like a yeah. random sort of color. Um, but most, I don't think most Game Boy Color games could work on the They weren't the backwards original. compatible? No. But we also had, like, when they gave us this Game Boy, they gave us, like, a bunch of old games because they were like, these are old. We only want the new ones. So I... Meanwhile, they're giving away, like, Wind yeah. Waker. Like, <laughs> or I guess that one wasn't out yet. Tetris? Oh, yeah. No. No, no, no. That's GameCube. That's, like, yeah. the future. No, this is, this is Tetris... This is um, Galaga, Frogger, I'm saying, and Kid Dracula, which was my favorite. I, like, was obsessed with Kid Dracula, um, where you are the son of Dracula, and you're, like, a brat. (laughs) And you get to, like, shoot bats at people and float around and wear a a little cape and, like, have this crazy updo, which I was totally into. So because we were, like, a road trip family and we couldn't afford to fly anywhere, we'd be, like spending thrice the amount of time in the car and I would be like holding a flashlight between my head and my shoulder and aiming it at the Game Boy in the trunk of the car basically because we didn't have enough seats for everybody in the family. So I would be in the trunk with the suitcases and I would be aiming a flashlight, like killing batteries in the flashlight, uh, killing the Game Boy batteries like burning through them my parents would be like why do you need so many batteries <laughs> and i'd be like because this is the only thing keeping me sane but that game boy was like the first thing that i felt like i that i like i would carry around with me yeah that was like a prized possession i still have some of those games hell yeah it's kind wild how long it took for them to be backlit and it took until the advanced i think for game boys like and I think oh, yeah. it was like a later version of the advanced because my advanced came with a little hook light thing yeah, that you would little, attach to it. It was the clamshell ones, ones that it was the clamshell ones that weren't that didn't have the screen on the bottom. There was like one generation, one kid in our high school that we were friends with had this. It was th- where they were flippy, but they weren't uh, they didn't have two screens. And so they weren't like nearly as cool. They were just like hard to hold. Well, they did have, the OG Game Boy did have this kind of ridiculous adapter that I got at uh, a flea market like years after, which was like a thing that it was like, it basically looked like the kinds of things that like optometrists put on your head where you're like looking through like a glass veil or whatever, and that had a flashlight on it, but it would also burn the battery twice as fast. (laughs) So that was something that was like huge that like changed the game. That meant that I could play it like under my blanket at night when I was supposed to be asleep. Obviously, I did not respect curfews (laughs) ever as a child. I was like, no, if everybody's asleep, it means that I can now like play my games including Pokemon. So could you play Pokemon on, did you have a Game Boy Color at that point? Those, those, so then, so the second, the second gaming device I had was a Game Boy Color, which was in uh, turquoise, that lovely, lovely That turquoise. was the same as mine. It was the best, um, which I got for a birthday, which I like, went through Hell like yeah. hand wringing and begging. I was like, please, please let me have a new Game Boy. And they were like, this is the exact same thing as your old Game Boy, like. I was like, no, because I really just wanted to get Pokemon Blue, 
Um, which rules? Also the same one I played. Squirtle Power. Squirtle Power um, Forever. I had, yeah, I think the adapters on uh, Game Boys are actually really fascinating because they, they not only had ones that like... Pokemon especially was very into like connect yours to somebody else's and like oh, yeah, to transfer trade. Pokemon. It was a huge deal. But they had so there's a I I I'll include a picture somewhere in the podcast description. But there's a picture of a kid going to basically Nintendo came out with a ton of attachments for them and it's really adorable. Like they came out with one that was for kids in the hospital, so it would attach to the Game Boy, but it would feed you gas like it was like the way to knock the kids out to sleep so like the thing was attached to the game so like it would slow like it would know how like far in the level you had and it would slowly release more sleeping gas oh that's Uh, like a little dystopian i have not i never knew no it's like it's really wild nintendo like nintendo and medical stuff used to be really more like much more integrated i don't know that they've done as much with the switch with this but they also Mm. had plugins that were like fishing sonar for the fucking Nintendo Game Boy in the 90s, you could take oh, it out yeah. onto the ocean and use it? That's insane. How? I mean, I was always jealous of those people who had the, the camera mods on them. Like, those things were, that too. were fucking cool. It's, like, the amount of shit that Nintendo built just to plug into the bottom of it. Like, the scope of that is wild. Yeah, the Sonar one in particular has always struck me, but... I think I had that mask on because I went in for, like, ear surgery as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember playing a game while falling asleep. But, like, I don't know what game it would have been. Because you were uh, high. <laughs> you were high I was, out your It was mind. my first experience being like, yeah. oh, my favorite thing Woo. to do is to get yeah. high and play video I games. I can't feel my face. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo really had a grip on the the whole thing for a while because... I remember when Dreamcast came out and like nobody bought it, but it looked really cool. We knew one person. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen one in real life. And then PlayStation came out and like that was also, I think like two, like we only had an N64 until we got, and we had an original Xbox because I had the Shrek game for it and it was an unplayable video game. Whoa. None of us could figure out how to get past the first level. You were stuck in the swamp. You know, like, it, you're stuck in this, like, fairy tale land thing. And, like, honestly, I feel like they modeled Breath of the Wild's, like, f- town after this town. Because the first time I played, not Breath of the Wild, um, whatever the one that came out for the Wii was, the, like, uh, Skyward Sword? No, the princess. Oh, Twilight Princess. Um, that town looked like it. And I remember going in and being like, oh, why does this feel familiar? But like Shrek famously now is a game that was like way too difficult for what it was. Mm-hmm. But when we were kids, we were just like, are we idiots? Like, how do you play this? <laughs> and there was no walkthroughs. Yeah. It's like my favorite part of like video game documentaries are always kids being like, oh, yeah, there was like a Nintendo helpline. And the kids who oh worked gosh. there just had these like manuals in front of them that they'd be like, oh, you're stuck on this level. Like, I don't know how kids got through the water level without a fucking Impossible. walkthrough. Yeah, I know. I th- Did everybody's I know Zelda game people... just end? <laughs> yeah. Well, or people like would break their controllers. Like, I think everybody who like knows gamer people like have a gamer friend or have a gamer a gamer circle um they know at least one person who of that era like our age they knew a serial controller breaker um, oh also sticky controllers oh yeah oh that was the worst going over to someone's house 
Vermont is the stickiest. It's the sticky controller capital of America because everybody has maple syrup on everything. And <laughs> when we moved from Connecticut to Vermont, I swear to God, my interaction with sticky controllers went up like a thousand percent. Um, also, people had know, like Florida, younger. Sim- Florida was a pretty grimy controller <laughs> generating place i don't know this is gross but i imagine there's more dead skin cells in florida sometimes just because of the humidity like sweat well also people would like lose controllers because they would just slip out of your hand in a rage (laughs) (laughs) it's the they they had they had these problems before the we um which i always think the the fact that people we just made it easier to destroy your television people are don't have a good grip strength really and nothing made that more apparent than how many people shattered their televisions while trying to play a friendly game of tennis well i think those people were also willfully ignoring the leash that they they were like this is a suggestion and it's like no that that's like a requirement it was like, funny how much more intense those warnings got because i th- yeah. feel like nintendo was very much like it's funny when you look at the n64 and like you find out all those things of like oh you could throw it down a staircase And it was going to be fine because they knew that kids were dealing with it. So, like, Nintendo's very good at having a bunch of features they don't brag about Mm -hmm. that were designed specifically. Like, I love that they were like, yeah, here's a Switch cartridge. Don't worry. We made it taste bad. And then a bunch of adults were like, how bad? Like, can't resist it. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely something that i didn't need to know. Like, I didn't need them to tell me that, not not to lick it. I knew you shouldn't. I wasn't going to put that in my mouth. Yeah, no. Because I'm not a child. Yes. But like <laughs> blowing into cartridges was something I really had to grow out of. But I also still regularly when tech doesn't work, I'm just like. Blow on um, it. Works now. It's just dust. Were there any like games from your child, like childhood, I guess, like pre-high school years that were like. Mm-hmm. Besides Pokemon, which I feel like we should do a separate episode about. That's its own thing. so much to say. Were there any games that you were like, this is my shit? Well, I guess I like, I, I mean, I was, I, I'm not, when you brought up, you brought up games that I, that you didn't play that I may or may not have influenced you getting into, like shooters. Mm. I was not necessarily like a, a like a shooter guy because... I feel like it's so like the the first shooter that I was like oh I could get into this was Goldeneye James Bond mm-hmm. I'm I'm like not I don't want to compete with a person in the same room as me I don't like that that's not oh, that's, that's so not interesting that freaks me out because it also means that it's like I don't want there to be like a winner and a loser because if the other person's really good at the game that means that I'm definitely the loser and I don't want to be the loser but I also don't want to be so much better than them I I like collaborative. I like the collaborative nature of a game. I like co-op. Like that Halo. I had like a, like a straight best friend who was like, he always wanted to play Halo. And I'd be like, let's do story mode. And he'd be like, no, let me shoot you a hundred times with a rocket launcher. Or I'll like snipe you in the face. And I'd be like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Yeah, it's like, can't we be friends? Can't we like drive the warthog on the sandy beaches? And like, no. Like he, he was like, no, like that's not fun. But I, so I was always the one that was like story mode. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot my friend. Right. <laughs> that made certain games immediately unappealing to me. Like the Call of Duty games. I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's, that's not, that's not really for 
me. No, I don't care about war at all. Yeah, also that, like, simulations of historical events. I'm like, that is not, uh, this is like escapist entertainment. Yeah. I don't want to be reminded of, like, genocides. (laughs) I want, like, in history games, I always um, want more history. So Assassin's Creed is cool, but I don't want to have to be an assassin. I just want to, like, run around Rome. Like yeah. that's not, like I with with those games like Bethesda Rockstar I think they all have this problem where I'm like I want to spend time in this world with no combat necessary at all like yeah. I was playing Red Dead Online last night and this guy kept finding me and like chasing me down for stuff and I was like I know you're having fun fucking with me but I am having absolutely no fun being fucked with because <laughs> I don't want to engage with this game that way like. That was always my problem with, like, Assassin's Creed is I'm like, can I just be, like, a nun? Can I just, like, play? Like, what's going on with that lady? Like, I think video games are so fucking limited in what they're willing to do because we have such a limited imagination. But, like, there are so many kids where we're like, why can't kids learn outside of a video game? And I'm like, great, make more educational video games. But, like, fun ones. Like, it simulation games are my shit. Like, I didn't get into The Sims as a kid, honestly, probably for the best. There are two things that I'm like, if I had found this sooner, you would not have graduated I would have high school. Failed high school. And they are The Sims and weed. Um, <laughs> we should all be very grateful I did not smoke in high school. And so, oh, Red Dead was like bad enough. And that was like, I was mostly just like, I just want to ride my horse around Mexico. Beautiful, beautiful horses. Such good horse. Like with Rockstar, I'm just like, they could, they could just release the world. I just want to like have a ranch. And they almost let you do that in the epilogue of Red Dead 2, but not Let's really. Let's build you a don't... house. Hammer a plank. Carry the wood. So once you're done all that, they also let you collect eggs from your chicken coop and like feed your chickens and shit. But they even, they have the mechanic already because it exists in the online version of like, great, now take the eggs to a place. Yeah. Like, yeah, go all so the way, close. Rockstar. They're let so me... close to getting it. And, like, there's so much already there. The infrastructure is there. Saint-Denis has several small marketplaces. You could be a dishonorable person who becomes a fence, or you could be an honorable person who has several markets all around the world that you go to on different... Can you imagine having... Because they already have flora and fauna-specific places. So it would be really cool if in the game it was like, great... Animals that you get from Ansberg sell for the most in tumbleweed. And in tumbleweed, you go during this time and you have a stall. And, like, that's a well, whole separate... There's also, like, it opens up, like, like bringing plants to an apothecary, bringing skins to the clothes Just maker. Like, there are so tests. many elaborate ways in which they could have they could have expanded on the material that they already had. There are sheep. And there's already a shearing motion they could have just had me shear sheep and bring it to the tailor and then get like, how cool, like that's immersion. Like whenever they fucking talk about immersion with Red Dead, I'm always like, there is none. You hit set up camp and it just sets it up. Like that's yeah. not immersion. In Zelda, to build a fire, you have to like put wood on the ground and then have flint and stone to like light shit. Like it's annoying. And if it's raining, your fire goes it's out. It's difficult. <laughs> It's like, that's immersion, though, because you're like, that would be tr- in the real world. I would have to find shelter. In Red Dead, you're just sitting out in the open and there's a magic fire. Well, and that that's more that is more a more interesting kind of engagement, I think, than just being tasked with killing real people. Like if if the whole if the whole point of any of these games where it's like an there's like an online community and there's like a real person somewhere over there, if the only way to like prove your prowess is by like shooting them 
then that's kind of low-hanging fruit like we it, we could be so like when people want to talk about like the metaverse and like blah 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 that's that's the 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 metaverse that i'm interested in like a, a kind of digital connection to these acts that are collaborative um like helping i love like my favorite thing about online games like red dead um is that sometimes you'll see someone trying to do something and you can like help them like if they're yeah. a lower level person like i don't want to when i see like a low level person my instinct is not to like lasso them and drag them from the back of my horse until they are dead it is to be like oh are they trying to accomplish a task like let me see if i can help them like yeah. i love to like jump around and be like there's a tarot card over here like or like you know it's like that that i find more interesting and more satisfying because I feel like that person is also getting satisfaction from this exchange. Like I feel like I'm helping someone and they feel like they're being helped that like not all people are assholes. And that's yeah, online community. And that's nice. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a nice feeling. It's really fun. I think like that was what Animal Crossing really showed to a lot of people. Like, and I know you've been a fan of Animal Crossing for a long time, but like Since the, the new one was just a co-op space. It was a third space. It was like a place to hang out with your friends when you weren't hanging out with your friends. And like, I think that that's the most annoying thing about so many video games is just the lack of imagination with the mechanics that they have. And then the games that don't use combat are like sorted into this other pile. And gaming just being like leaning so hard into the teenage boy fandom of it all is so annoying because like. Because it's not, it's, the, it's like not using all the tools in the toolbox, but also displaying that the tools are there. <laughs> Yeah, like, um, there's, if if anybody hasn't um, ever watched any Nakey Jakey fucking YouTube videos, he's my favorite, like, analysis for video games. But he did a review of The Last of Us 2. It's, like, an hour long. But he talks a lot about this grappling hook that, like, you use in one of the, like, cutscene things where you have to, like, play the game, but you're not, like... It's like when they make you walk to a place, but you're in a cutscene, so like you can't even do anything else. It's just, like, press forward, press A. It's the there's illusion a grappling of hook. action. And yeah, they like put this whole thing in there, but like somebody had to build the mechanic of the grappling hook working. So why can't you use it in other parts of the game? And I feel like that way a lot about Red Dead as well is just like, this mechanic is here. Like there are, there's so much in online that's just a big checklist of random shit to do. Why didn't they do that in the main game at all? Like, why, why is there, with Pokemon even, I'm always frustrated by the fact that the only space you get to play in in the Pokemon universe, there are two, I, technically, but you either get to be an 11-year-old going out on the road for the first time who is battling Pokemon and collecting them all, or you get to be a wildlife photographer who doesn't interact with them in any meaningful way at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no middle ground. I would love to be a Rhyhorn Ranch owner who greets the 11-year-olds. Like, why can't I run the Pokemon nursery at this point? Why is there not a Pokemon nursery game? Like, there's so many things. I don't care about evolved versions. I want the cute kitten version. I don't want it to stand on two legs. <laughs> I don't want it to have guns as arms. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm not that gamer. So Charmander will stay Charmander forever. Well, games, that that was also, I think you bring up an interesting point, which is like games with choice is like a huge, a huge thing that you're not following a linear path that anytime that a, a video game, like the first games that presented like morality systems, 
were like mm-hmm. such huge deals because people felt like it was more they could play in a way that reflects them. There were consequences for your actions. But it's also like reflect it reflects your personality and like your right. interests. Yeah, I think that's why like games like The Sims, like especially The Sims 2 and 3, people got to like customize them within an inch of their life. Like you can always download like custom content for The Sims is a really big deal. So like people made stuff and then just share it with other people because they're like, my hair isn't in this game. Um, Here's this hair for your sim. But I think people really liked setting them up and giving them personalities and then like seeing how they played out. And that's a big criticism of The Sims 4 is that they don't have personalities. Like they all act the same. So it's not, it's missing a lot of like the charm and stuff of the original. But that's a whole different thing where EA has now moved into wanting to do microtransactions only. Yeah, pay, but pay to play. With, but like, okay, so I own way too much of The Sims 4. It was my first Sims. I used to have a good job. But I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> like, There are a good amount of sales every year and it always worked on me. So I have like way too many of the packs. I've spent definitely over $500 total on The Sims. Not in one oh go over like the series God. of four years. But like, yeah, like, I, well, I want to say 500, but like I got everything on sale. So I wonder if it's more like two something, but it's too much, like way too much. And I downloaded the original one for like $5. Anyway, EA has now moved. They've always overpriced all of the expansion packs. An expansion pack for The Sims is $40 full price. So, like, that's a whole new game. That's actually, like, several games. Like, Stardew Valley is my most played game by far. That thing is 25 bucks. Like, maybe 20. And worth every penny from what I've heard. Oh, my God. I've given that guy so much money. Yeah. I think you'd love it. Um, I I only play it on the Switch, so I don't get into mods and stuff. But, like, every time I see people who make, like, design my Stardew Valley farm with me YouTubes that is so soothing those people download really pretty custom content and then they're making stuff that I'm like like Stardew Valley is a great example of what you were saying about like it didn't matter that it was only like your color of pants like Stardew has like it's it's like 16 bit characters or whatever but like you can barely see it but you still are like oh no this hat represents me and I'm gonna put a hat on my horse Um, which is the reason I downloaded Stardew because it had a horse (laughs) And you know what? I get that horse like second thing. I think that, so I'm actually like very good at Stardew speed running and I do it regularly, but I don't record myself doing it (laughs) or ever time myself accurately. But I have gotten the community center in under a year several times, which is like a nightmare um, thing to push yourself through. But I think one of the reasons I I'm able to do it is because I means, get the. But I'm impressed. You have to so Stardew. You have to like Stardew's so well set up. You're just like fixing a little town, and it's all about like community and how like having spaces to gather is important. So you're fixing the community center. That's like your driving issue in the first. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It took me three years the first time I did it. But you have to like grow certain things and like catch certain fish and check these boxes. Check these boxes. But you have to donate them to this. And then these little like aliens called Junimos come out and they're like, thank you for like fixing. It's very cute. I, if you haven't played Stardew, anybody listening, I can't recommend it's on, it's like the number one game on Steam every single year. Um, and pretty much any and, of these, any of the games that we're talking about, oh, absolutely. Want, if you haven't played them already, if you haven't heard of them, if you are interested in any of these games, the reason that we are talking about them is because they had some sort of lasting impression on us. Um, I don't know that I would like go back and play like Tony Hawk, although they did re-release it. So you can go play Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk Rules. I mean, that that talk about games that you just had to watch other people play. 
um, I always had perfect grind on. And like, I miss <laughs> that video games used to include cheats. Like, I think oh, um, yeah. Mario Kart does this pretty well for kids where you can have like the bumpers and the automatic forward on so that the kid just has to literally drive, which mm. is great. That's like a, enough coordination for them to deal with. Um, like Tony Hawk always had cheats built in. And I think like cheats just aren't really as much of a thing anymore. And like, they're obviously an online game super frowned upon. So I think cheats are now frowned upon. And I'm like, no, it was so fun to do like zero gravity in Tony Hawk big or like head mode. big head. <laughs> oh, nothing's more nineties than big head mode. Yeah, why? They're like, why was this fun? It just Did, was. Which came first big head mode or Steve Madden ads. <laughs> like we loved a big head tiny. We loved a bobblehead. We loved think, brats. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bobblehead, basically. I mean, I mean, it's the first Spider-Man games, big head mode. It was such a big deal. The so costumes funny. that you could change. There, there were like special costumes that you could unlock. I was playing um, Spider-Man last night because the guy kept chasing me in Red Dead, but I wanted to play like a, a game um, that wasn't yonder. So... I started playing Spider-Man, but then I'm I'm like pretty late in the game and all of the people you're beating up are Rikers convicts and I'm like, "No, no, no, no. This not, is propaganda." Not a great time. Like yeah. It's re- like it is like Spider-Man is propaganda like the entire game, but like He's setting the up a surveillance state. Like having Rikers written on these people's backs is like so disgusting. And I just don't think I'll ever play it again. Like, it really grossed me out. And I was really upset about it because I was just like, no, these people are, like, dying and, like, don't deserve to be, like, like all incarceration is bad. But, like, Rikers in particular needs to close. And, like, there's humanitarian issues going on there. Like, these people should not be fictionalized. They shouldn't be the punchline of, like, a superhero video game. Yeah. Literally punching. Like, it's just, it's weird. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, Spider, like, um, not Spider-Man, but, like, superheroes in general are very uh, military propaganda. Like, that's on record because they have to be because if you want to talk about the American military and get any kind of support, it has to be positive. In particular, Marvel movies and stuff. And, like, there's always a lot of ties to governmental things, which is why it sucks that, like, we defanged superheroes because, like, I think X-Men, the originals, were kind of about the mistrust of the government. Oh, yeah. And total paranoia. like, treats people with, like, disabilities in particular. And also, like, X-Men yeah, is also a big allegory for being gay. Social pariahs. Like, like anyone who is, like, a, an outcast to heteronormative culture, um, you, yeah, you were, like, an other um so but it also meant that you were an other that you want to you want to seek the good in people and you want to like do good but you have to yeah. do it kind of like by your own rules which is cool um it's not cool to be like i love the nypd <laughs> like because we don't uh, <laughs> they have 11 billion dollars and they're bad at yeah. reducing crime yeah they don't need us to help them do pr like they can do their own PR. They can spend they, some oh, of that money. Oh, they pay so much money, yeah. but they also spend a lot of money on popsicles. They spend $30,000 on popsicles. It's because what? it's collect. It, they collect DNA from children. <gasps> they hand out the popsicles and then they get them back. Evil. Don't don't take a tissue from a cop either. Don't take uh, anything from the don't take anything from the police. Have you period. seen that lawyer on TikTok that's like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so they're like, "Hey, do you want some water?" and the lawyer's like, "No." <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, we already have a confession from the guy next door. That's false. If they already had a confession, you wouldn't be in here right now. 
Yeah, I, that's, yeah, I think... Uh, don't talk to cops. There were cool, there were cool video games that were, like, anti-police state, um, one of which... Oh, I think, like, Rockstar is a big one for that, like grand theft auto to some extent yeah that they're like they're like fuck the police like change spray paint your car a different color and they'll be like where did they go like definitely that uh that narrative was definitely positive i would say i mean Um, also like you're an you're a literal outlaw in both red deads like you're the you literally deal with the pinkertons again a great time to actually go into some history yeah you're already making this beautiful cutscene. why not give kids some real facts about how terrible the pinkertons really were and are and they're still out there union busting (laughs) literally jeff bezos hired the pinkertons i was like you couldn't have hired like a less obvious union buster you couldn't have unless you grew like a curly q mustache and tied of a woman and put her on the train tracks you couldn't be a more classical villain which like i do want to just like mention since we're talking about video games that like it is a uh, shocking how much misogyny is actually built into video games like the fact that in the original red dead you got a special award if you did that to a prostitute in the game mm-hmm. if you tied up one of them and put them on the train tracks and then a train ran over them you got like a special there was like a trophy that you could unlock because it was like in distress on the tracks or something like it was some like movie reference to like mm-hmm. you know the silent, men like, for but men. people were also pissed when red dead came out and you couldn't sleep with prostitutes anymore because you could do that in um grand theft auto and it's not because i'm anti-prostitute but it's because of the way they're depicted and treated in the games that's like very weird like i think one of the big scandals of our childhood that really like i think our parents were very like I, mine weren't for um other reasons but like uh ratings in video games mattered a lot to some kids parents like i remember having certain kids who were like oh like my family won't let me play video games because they're violent and i'm like okay well barbie detective doesn't really fit that but i guess so <laughs> yeah, like i um, guess when the frog gets run over by a truck and frogger that is a kind of violence um, <laughs> like, and with Zelda, it's like, yeah, you would fight people, but like in the little 8-bit one, it's like a little sword going, like you're not, like there's no blood and stuff. Like I think that that was really, when, like when graphics really upgraded between the early stages and like even Goldeneye, like there's not like blood spatter. Uh, no. And like in, meanwhile, in Red Dead 2, if you use a shotgun versus a repeater, you will have a different court, like you might blow somebody's literal spray. head off. Like, Ugh. yeah, like it's... I do want to say, like, they are an art form, but Rockstar stuns me with the amount of misogyny. There's so much misogyny in the fandom of video games that they've just fed into. The fact that there's so few, like, playable female characters in any video game has always been frustrating. But now it's just like, just give us the option. But then when they do, their fans get mad about it. Like, just don't play. Like, it's anyway, it's a whole different thing. But, like, I do think that that was always a big thing that Nintendo really avoided like when uh, Mario World 3D came out or whatever for the Wii U uh, they were like cat suit and I remember being like oh god it's gonna be like Peach in a cat suit and then it's like mm. a literal cat like Peach is wearing like a head with like it like it's very cute and it's the same as Mario's like yeah I think Nintendo has always done a great job of not oh like but well, why don't we have a peach like, game speaking like, of well there are there are pretty good peach games and also like the whatever Super Mario was for the Game Boy Advanced where you could be either oh, yeah. Mario Luigi Peach or Toad 
Peach was always the best character because she could fly or she hover. She had an umbrella. Well, that yeah. was the same thing. She they always the... give girls that thing because um, DK in like that one for the Game Boy Color, that Donkey Kong Land 64, like whatever. It wasn't 64, but Donkey Kong for the Game Boy Color. If you were Daisy Kong, you had chopper hair. Oh, yeah. The um, coolest. Her ponytail the, was, the lady was... characters always had the best powers. Well, we used to play a lot of that um, Super Mario for the Wii. That was the one that we would just oh dramatically gosh. yell Scream at, each, at each, other. each other. I was so Bubble. bad at it. I, <laughs> so you could, you could like save yourself right before you died if you bubbled, but I was always really bad at doing it. But then once you did, you had to like shake to get near somebody so they could like unbubble. It was... Oh, but I would die so many. I would use up all the lives. <laughs> I can't believe we, we beat so we beat it times. though. We beat it, and then the next time we played it, like two years later, we beat it in like one afternoon, yeah, and we so were like, easy. "Why did this take us yeah. weeks?" <laughs> but I'm a smashing grabber. I'm not. I will just replay a level several several times before I learn any kind of like strategy or go slow in a Mario game. I can't get through those flame things by thinking about it. I just got to go with like runs and vibes, like. That's fair. I feel like to me that kind of that kind of like the the whole motion dynamic of things like that. It's like choreography where it's like I'm thinking about right. like timing. Um, so then I'm like, yeah. Then I I probably become too aggressive when I'm like, how are you, how are you not like remembering the pattern? It's up down up down up down like things like that. When it's like, well, maybe people are focusing more on the flames <laughs> that are coming at you. Like maybe it's a little more, you know, visceral for other people. Um, okay. <laughs> I think oh, like man. speaking of choreography, games that we played together in high school that were very fun. Cause like, I think gaming actually was weirdly a big part of our high school time. It was just a lot of Mario Kart talking about what you said earlier of like, you don't want to win all the time. I had a really big problem because I won so often that when I lost, people would be really mean about it in a way that I was always like, okay, I'm not having a big reaction. So I didn't get to have a reaction when I won because it was like annoying that I always won. Uh But then I also got bullied anytime I lost. So I had to like really make sure I won all the time. You were like saving people from becoming the monsters that they inevitably would be (laughs) because they'd be like, you're probably really mad about it because you always win. That's true. You did get a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but like I was saying, speaking of choreography, because you brought over Just Dance for the first time, like Just Dance oh 2. We, I didn't own it. You brought it over and we played it for like three nights and like that was the first time I did Rasputin. Um, and, and then you bought it. You went and bought it. You were like, you were convinced after the fact. Yeah. Because you were like, we I want to play. But I think we bought it. You were like, three. I want to play this like, when you're not here. Like, well, because I still have three, but I don't own two. So I think I went out and got three. And that has um, Hey Boy, Hey Girl by Chemical Brothers on it. Oh and gosh, it so is cool. the best. They've never licensed it again. But I think now that I play Just Dance every day is like my movement and workout or whatever, which is great. I really love it. I'm glad that I've gotten a lot better at it because it's way more satisfying. But I was so bad at it in high school. And I don't know what that was. I don't know if like I was just like overthinking it with the timing or if I was too early or something. But like, I think that is it is that it's it's like <laughs> the most it, it, it is cataloging. You want to think because like you, you're seeing a really elaborate dancer doing a dance. Yeah. That is like, uh, like it is up to the judgment of the human eye. And Right. We're not dancing for a human audience. We're dancing for like a little red sensor bar that's like, oh, your arm is up and left. You you nailed it. Perfect. Well, what's so funny is they've actually grade inflated 
Just Dance. So now on Just Dance, you have OK Good, Super, Perfect, and Miss. And in the old ones, you just had OK Good and Perfect. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, or Miss. The, Bad. The, the level to get perfect with a Wii is so much harder. Like, they've made it so much more sensitive. But also the dancing has it's it's such a wonderful capture of how quickly dancing evolved because people could watch really good like i have a theory about how everybody's now too good at sports even without all the fact that everybody's like doping and stuff now um <laughs> people are too good at sports because and like sports are becoming too hard like cheerleading is going to b- become non-existent because like they're going to die doing the stunts yeah, the, that they're the now bar has to been do. raised too much it's like yeah like it's like uh you used to if you watch old gymnastics and they're like just going over the horse oh and being gosh. like I landed and now it's like oh now you have to do a Kayla Maroney to even come close to going to the Olympics at all or whatever. Uh, the levels have just become too high and so for normal people dance was like something that I think was hard to discover and now we kind of brought back the 60s with TikTok and like people know how to dance now because there's so many videos. So anyway, just dance choreography has changed so extremely like when you look at old ones it's a lot of like musical theater style and like the wii going back to what i was saying about nintendo having medical ties the wii was used a lot for physical therapy oh totally there was so many specific like doctor games you could buy that were like nintendo is winning they're like so cool well the fact that they were like that for the wii already is like so insane because it was like Oh, it let's play yeah like everything. let's let's not like you can play a video game by not sitting on the couch that was like a huge deal and the reason that we had a wii was because my parents were like we want to lose weight and be healthy and blah 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 and then they were like we it's hate so this this is dumb so i we used fit it managed to convince a whole bunch of people like no this is really but we fit was so mean oh it was mean was... So that it would force you to do weigh-ins, like things like that, or like w- like that's really like weigh-ins are already fucked up, but also the way that they would animate your character was really terrible if you were like over a certain. So <laughs> I don't, I feel like I've told you this before, but like I had to figure out how to get my character to not look disaster. Like it was like I couldn't play with that avatar with all of my friends. Like it happened, and I started crying. Like I remember being like, "This Aww. is horrifying," because it was so like looking back, people have been like, "This was bad," and I'm like, "Yeah, it felt bad." Um, but I had to kneel on it so that I could like give because I couldn't be a skinny character. So I was like, because then everybody would know. But I didn't want to be this like whatever it made me look like. So I had to like oh, figure out a happy. So it's you. just. It's me, like, kneeling on the floor, like, resting a little more weight onto the thing and being like, oh, not that much. Ugh. And then you had to hold it so that it knew you weren't doing shit like that. Oh, my gosh. Like, what? Big mistake. Uh, but we played so Nintendo. much We Fit <laughs> because the hula hoop game was really fun. The, yeah. p- p- like, it would have you run in place. There were so many. Be- Jillian Michaels had a Wii game, which is, like, Insane. we should not have let... Uh, but my aunt had it and i remember being like oh you were one of these people (laughs) one of the early scandals about the Wii fit was that guy who recorded his girlfriend doing the hula hoop game in her underwear and then posted it on facebook oh i'm glad that i completely missed that as a (laughs) gay man that would not that did not cross they went on ellen i think and ellen made him (sighs) do it in his underwear it's a quality dot gift it's about a quality (laughs) 
Oh my god, so much shit is coming out about Ellen. Like one of the first people that she tried to like sign to her label. Oh, that kid, like, came Grayson out Chance. Like, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, he, paparazzi. When, when I saw that, I was like, "What was his deal again?" And then I googled him, and it was like, "Do you remember him? He like." played a sadder version of a Lady Gaga song on the piano. And she was like, I'm going to assign him to my record label. Like, well, that was also, I was like, oh yeah, because she was like an American label. Idol judge. Because what? she I had a lot that. of vanity projects. Right? So many people have been money, American Idol judges. You can pretend that you know how to do anything. Yeah. But other, like, the We Fit, I feel like weirdly had a lot of, We Sports was another one that was great because it was so you could just play tennis for rounds and rounds. Like it was a really fun time. Um, we also played a lot of Castle Crashers and Katamari. And uh, those were the other two that I feel like were Katamari. I was going to say Cooking Mama. Oh, yeah. We oh, didn't yeah. Even, we didn't even get into Cooking Mama. That's a whole thing. Cooking Wonderful. Mama. Okay. So the, the newest Cooking Mama um, was an NFT mining scandal where like it oh, would overheat gross. your Sad. switch. So like you weren't able to like, I cooking mama is one of those things where like I um, bought it at like a secondhand store, like years later and tried to play it. And I was like, I'm better at video games now. Cause like I am better at like, I have more coordination with stuff, but it is still extremely hard for some of those motions to be registered because they're like, so slight. You're not well, and you're not pointing often at the thing for the stirring yeah. ones, which are the hardest. And I'm like, oh, it's because it's not picking up the sensor. Like, why didn't they have you do it in like a crank motion rather well, than in that's a point not the, at the ground? It's not the same physicality. They they were trying to. It was like too. <laughs> they flew too close to the sun with Cooking Mama. Um, it was too advanced. It was ahead of its time. I wish that it came with a cookbook. That would have been like. That would have been so cute. Yeah, like make. It's like you're making this beautiful food. Like, don't you want to try to make it? Like, that would be so. That would have been genius, Nintendo. Hire me. It's a great way to teach kids how to do the thing. I mean, I have so much to say about Just Dance. First of all, you should be able to do moves over that you miss. They should have like a boot camp thing where you can just like practice the moves. There's certain moves that I'll never get because they come up one time and I can't quite figure out the timing. Um, they should have levels that just teach you how to do basic dance steps because imagine if everybody could take dance classes in their home. So great. Um, and the songs that they used to get were weirder and they weren't all contemporary pop hits. And now the dances are so hard, whereas they used to have a lot that were just like these, again, like musical theater dances, like the Carlton move um, is like a just dance fave. So many in the old ones. Um there's like a Tom Jones one. There's a September. Like there's so many old songs that they just don't do now because they're trying. They're like, no, we have the new Ariana Grande song. Don't you want to play this just pink or black pink dance? And it's like, meh. yeah, I'm old. I'm too old for this. <laughs> Take well, me back. I, mean, I want to do Thriller again. I love Thriller where it's like, I'm the werewolf. I'm the mummy. Well, that's like, that's Cute the thing costumes. is they used to, they do have some, the weirdest songs that they have on there every year, not weirdest, but like the most random second life for these songs is the Eurovision winners. So they oh. have one, they have me, 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 but I'm pretty sure that they didn't realize like, so Just Dance censors certain words. Like it censors cherry and cherry chapstick and I kissed a girl and it censors um, Chardonnay and juice by Lizzo. So it sounds like they're saying something dirty or like it censors a lot of stuff. It's like worse than kids bop. Um, and uh, not, po- not possible, but continue, please. <laughs> no, in terms of like, it's um, Kids Bop in Old Town Road didn't censor Cheated on My Baby, You Can Go and Ask Her, which Why? I just think is very funny. Um, but they do in 
this one it doesn't say cheated uh, which is just like hilarious um but oh no what was i about to say about oh eurovision songs there's one called me 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 and the lyric is me with my big tits on the ground and the captions say peeps and i'm like she's what? saying tits she's just <laughs> saying it in an accent they didn't catch it um <laughs> uh, it's also like about doing coke like uh, love eurovision for just being like yeah this is what most songs are about <laughs> Yeah, it's rock and roll, baby. I love that we can write while we're on cocaine. <laughs> Did you see that Rachel Dratch um, tweet where she wrote rural juror in like the no. Times thing? Uh, it was very cute. Love you, Rachel Dratch. Okay, <sighs> well, we, we should probably wrap it up. But I think that we need to have like a part two. I, think I really is, want to talk about Pokemon started... and get into some of our games that like... I feel like we forged our friendship in friendship games. Friendship part games. part two. Friendship games. Yeah, because there's just, just so about, much. I mean, the new Pokemon's so coming out soon, so I hey. maybe I'll play another round of Sword and Shield and get back. You should get a Switch. I should. You should get just like a Switch Lite. Like you don't need the whole. Setup. I should, but again, that. it's my style is to wait until five years after. <laughs> Oh, it's don't worry. The Switch Pro is coming probably. out like soon. I feel like they're going to release because um, they're coming out with a new Zelda game late oh, yeah. this year, early next year. So I feel like they'll release it on both is my guess because um, I think they're going to like surprise drop it. But maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. When well, part two, tune tune in to part two for friendship games. And then part three, we're going to do the the games from the future that you want. Um, oh, I do want that. Yeah, Unreleased. Things, things that, things that are in the in the ether that we want to will into our living room. Um, there we go. I feel and like you I got will some of them too. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. We'll uh, catch you. We will catch you sometime in the future, and I'll definitely catch you next week. Um, links in the description. Follow along wherever you want to. Bye. Bye. If you want to. <laughs>